Inside a snowflake, like the one on your sleeve, there happened a story you must see to believe. Does that sound like Anthony Hopkins, Dave? No. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Professor Jones podcast. We are two brothers. Yeah, we are. And we love movies. Yeah, we do. My name is Dave Jones and I am the Professor. My name is Danny Jones, and I am the Diggs. And after quite a long break, we are back quite here a long to talk time. a little bit of Christmas holiday fun with How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, kind of an interesting movie for us to decide on a whim to do out of all the Christmas holiday favorites that we and could Dave's have done. And scared of the Grinch. I've always been afraid of the Grinch. Dave's scared of the Grinch. <laughs> Dave's scared of the Grinch. Very clever. Very clever. Very clever. Uh, but yeah, we're bringing in some holiday cheer. With uh, the Grinch and his dog, little reindeer. Should we crown a cheermeister? Let's crown our holiday cheer. Is it the Christmas cheermeister or holiday cheermeister? Holiday cheermeister. Okay, great. Oh, man, what a movie. All right, we're going to get into also, it, Also, it's though. not the Benedict Cumberbatch one. No, no, definitely not. Did you hear anything about that film? I heard it wasn't that great. I, I heard it wasn't great either. I thought it was an interesting play. To bring Benedict Cumberbatch. To make another one, too, and, and to make another one so soon. I mean, capitalizing on a good holiday figure. I understand that, I guess, but... Well, Benedict when did this come out? 2000? I mean, I guess it's been 18 years since this came out, so... She I guess whiz. we are deeper in the Grinch <laughs> oh, movie. Oh, boy. Can you believe this movie's 18 years old? <laughs> 18 years. <laughs> Terrible news. <laughs> somebody that was born when this movie came out can smoke a cigarette legally now. <laughs> That's, inc- um, that's crazy to think about. That is crazy. Yeah. Wait, so I would have been 12 when this movie came out? Strange. Yeah, I, feel like I, I would have been older. 20. I would have been 22. Right, right, man. How time flies. <laughs> People are like, how old is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, range here in age? I don't quite get it. Um, but we're talking The Grinch, and uh, we're going to do a quick bro down about something that needs to be discussed because bro down. a couple trailers we need, like, have a theme thing for that. Bro down. I don't know. Bro down. No, it's lame. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but we're talking about Avengers. And what's the name of the new Avengers movie? End Game. I thought there was a, I thought that was a great name. A lot of speculation as to what the name of the new Avengers movie is going to be. And I thought End Game was quite well said. It's cool. It's cool. It's different. It's way different than I could have imagined you know titles are like that you're just like well i wonder what it's gonna be and then it's there and that's what it is you know that's it's end game it's what it is we have to get on board with that now so it's cool did you see that like uh somebody had already bought out the website avengers endgame.com and if you go there it's an ad for the new deadpool movie wow yeah yeah it's hilarious that's well, crazy. Well played by them. They just well played. snagged the Ryan name Reynolds. before they could actually do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, what do you think, man? It's a pretty sweet trailer. Uh, gives us nothing. So Yeah, it gives us nothing. I think that opening with Tony Stark sitting in space, lost in space. Um, lost in space, too. I think it's lost in space, too. Uh, Robert Downey. Um, I think, it. yeah, that was cool. That was a cool intro to it. The whole trailer didn't really catch me that much i don't know because there just wasn't that much action to it 
but you kind of see what the, uh, you know, I, I know that they filmed these both at the same time pretty much and they've been doing reshoots and all that good stuff. But, um, so, so I know it's going to be a good movie. I mean, infinity war was incredible. So I have no doubt that it's not going to be an amazing movie, but this trailer was just like, huh? I'm happy they showed Hawkeye, that hot guy that showed up the hot guy. guy. Well, what's his name? Ronan or something. Did you read about that? Something. How now he's kind of like the next stage in his character and he's, you know, wielding, wielding a sword and all that stuff. And so now he's going to go by Ronin. That's no, what happens when I you didn't go know through that. Reddit for like 45 minutes after the trailer. A bunch of people oh. are speculating. <laughs> <laughs> didn't Keanu Reeves do something, Ronin? I thought Keanu Reeves uh, was Yeah, Ronin. it was like 47 Ronin or something like that. It's kind of a, I think it's What a, number was it? Was it exactly 47? I think it is 47 Ronin. I could be wrong. Yeah, it's like a Japanese. It's a lot of numbers or something like that. Choose from. Well, I think that not to be confused with Tom Cruise's Last Samurai. Great movie. I actually showed the trailer for that in my class the other day. Love Last Samurai. It's probably due for a watch. Last time I watched it, I was with our father, Hunter Jones, and it was fantastic. Uh, our father, Hunter Jones, a new car. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so. Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty sweet trailer. I'm trying to figure out what the bit with Ant-Man was at the end, because I thought that he was going to be trapped in the quantum realm. So are we just supposed to say that he's going to get out at some point and they're just letting us know that he's going to get out? I mean, we all know he's going to get out, but I thought that that was quite a reveal to have. On I know. There. I thought that too. I didn't expect that. And I was, yeah, I mean that, that after credit scene of Ant-Man and the Wasp was like, oh, Wow, he's trapped in there now. How's he going to get out of there? And then they just show you in the trailer like, oh, it's just Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah, and then they kind of just undo it. Yeah, like no. that. And it's like, oh, okay. okay. I mean, the question Luckily is, though, like, like Spider-Man how, or something. How much time has passed in between these? You know what I mean? That's, that's yeah, what I'm wondering. Do you think it's like that, three months yeah. or do you think it's like two years? Oh, that'd be crazy if they if they played it like that. I hope they played that it's it like, years later. I hope that we get to see the effect that it's had on society like years in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then because they've they've alluded to the fact that in the quantum realm, time doesn't work the same. So I think that that's going to play uh, a, a role in it. So I think that they're going to go back in time and stop uh, Thanos before it even begun. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it'll be kind of like a days of future past scenario where they're resetting the Captain timeline. Marvel does something. Yeah, I mean time and does something crazy. Yeah. What if they reset it and then all the events that have already happened so far didn't really happen in the way that they did and we get to watch these superheroes re meet up with each other. Oh like Black Panther and Spider Man <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> oh <laughs> um. Yeah, no, that'd be sweet. Could that'd be, be sweet, man. I'm looking forward to Spider-Man as well, Far From Home. So I've seen some stuff, Jake Gyllenhaal doing his Mysterio thing. I'm excited for that, man. And yeah. yeah, and I'm really looking forward just to seeing how it all works out. But speaking of all this Marvel stuff, we got the new Captain Marvel trailer as well. Punching and an old lady. Gotta love it. Yeah, and I'm happy, but it's funny. I felt like the studio 
felt like they needed to elaborate a little more on why she was punching the old lady in the first trailer. <laughs> so yeah, they're like, it's they like show, an alien. That's It's an alien old lady. It's not just punching an old lady. Who's that old lady? That's that old my lady? old lady. <laughs> that's my old lady. Austin, that's my mother. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I admit she looks rather managed. <laughs> but, uh, well, and somebody was bringing this to my attention yesterday that they think that uh, the Ant-Man bit in the new trailer is because he is like a scroll is that what it is the alien race that can look like somebody else you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah they're thinking that, that it's a scroll trying to or is it a crawl i think it's just crawl. a crawl i don't know i don't care about the actual nuances of this universe i just like i like it's the movies crawl. they come from sector four <laughs> With their laser, yeah, we don't we don't go into the all that stuff. We're, we're the just, greasy deets. We're casual observers of the Marvel universe. We enjoy some of the stuff. We don't go into the backstory, and I don't know about creatures that I haven't seen yet. So, boom. There yeah, if I haven't seen it, I don't know it. I, I, I don't. I don't remember it. So, um, but anyway, Captain Marvel looks sick. I'm really looking forward to that movie. And I love Brie Larson. She's a fantastic actress. I just watched Room for the first time. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. boy. Get your tissue box out. I love you, Grandma. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Jacob Jeez. Tremblay. What an actor. Yeah. That kid is Wait, incredible. It wasn't the kid that was in the clocks in its walls, was it? No. They kind of look alike. So the whole time I was like, I really didn't like this kid in that movie. <laughs> but I like this kid in this. No. It's not the same kid, though. It doesn't even look like him. Well, <laughs> I agree to disagree. Oh, it's so Vote sad. Darby. Darby. Put soda pop in the <laughs> water fountains. So stupid. <laughs> I hate that movie. I hated that movie, too. Uh, should we riff on that for another 20 minutes? Should we go house clocks and walls? <laughs> um, yeah. You know what's going to suck, though? If they do another Avengers trailer and they do, like, show Peter Parker going, What's up, guys? I would be so angry. If this movie has all those other characters come back early in the movie, I'm going to be so angry. You yeah, know what me I mean? Too. It has to be an ending thing. I think kinda. it should be just that like, tight-knit group of Avengers figuring this whole thing out. And like, I want them, the original crew, to avenge, to save the day. And then all those guys get brought back at the very end. You know, last half hour even. That would be fine. Who do you think Robert Downey Jr. is going to get linked up with in space because somebody's gonna pick him up you think yeah i mean it kind of has to be i feel like i mean i have no idea but why you know he's not with nebula anymore so that one's kind of out and then who else would be running around in space if all the guardians of the galaxy are he was the only one was he the only one that survived on that planet him and nebula yeah and then nebula just peaced yeah i don't know where she went but She's not there anymore. So, yeah, he's floating off in space, and it looks like all those guys are kind of just hanging out back in, back on hanging Earth. Around. And I don't know what, you yeah, know, they barely, even showed, uh, they barely even showed Thor, so he was just sitting there. Yeah, they didn't really show Rocket at all in the trailer, which I kind of wanted. I feel like that would have, like, separated the trailer from, like, normal Avengers trailer to, like, oh, it's Avengers plus, like, there's Guardians characters, too, and... It's Infinity War, you know. It's it's all these guys. Well, uh, yeah, and like I think a, like a Civil War type trailer. 
Yeah, I think that that was kind of the purpose of it, too, is that they were just showing the original Avengers, you know? It's like, you pretty much just have Thor and then the Hulk and, you know, whoever the original crew is, um, bringing back Hawkeye and stuff. So if they would have showed the other guys, it would have been fine. But, you know, and that was kind of why they brought Ant-Man in at the end was because he's not an original Avenger. So it's like, oh, yeah. And Ant-Man's totally going to be the key. You know, I saw some somebody said online that it would be funny if Ant-Man just shrunk down to size and then he went into Thanos and then just became super big and just, like, ripped him in half. Dang. Totally an option for Ant-Man to do to people. That'd be sick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that would be kind of dumb. And, and, you know, watching that in a film, you'd be like, ugh. That was just ugh. a weird way for things to end. <laughs> that was very purple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But anyway, I mean, yeah, I know. I'm looking forward to it, man. It's probably, I don't know. That trailer was really good. It didn't give us much, but I'm anticipating that movie. I don't know. uh, Close to like episode seven level right now. I cannot wait to watch that. Are you anticipating episode nine? uh, Yeah. I'm sure I'll be excited when I see a trailer for it. Me too. Yeah. It's JJ again. So I think... I don't know. And I've heard some stuff recently about like the Knights of Ren and stuff really? coming back. You know, yeah. here's my thing. This, I think that this would be the best move ever. If they get J.J. Abrams, you know, they have him back and they're making episode nine. If episode nine ended and the rest, like, you know, the end of episode nine, we're watching it and we're like, this is really not resolving itself. Like, this movie's great, but there's, this doesn't seem like a definitive ending. And then if episode nine ended, and it said to be concluded in episode 10. Wouldn't that be the coolest thing if we found out that there was another Star Wars movie in that same like line, you know? Because why not? I mean, who says that it has to be three separate trilogies? Why wouldn't they just say there's 10 Star Wars movies now? It ends on episode 10. That'd be pretty sweet. I think it would be really yeah. cool. Because yeah. I feel like there's a lot more work to be done with this story. There's so much more work that has to be done. See, that was the only thing with episode 8. Like, There's things that you can get on board with. You know, and now that I've watched it a bunch of times, it's, you know, there's things I can hop on board with about the story, but it really doesn't progress everything that much. You know, it doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't feel like very much was accomplished in it besides like the Luke stuff and all that, but it's just... I don't know. They, you know, they they got they got a lot of stuff to do. You know, and nine. that's a fair point, and I, I completely agree with you. But at the same time, nothing really happens in episode five either. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah. Luke just realize you know trains to be a Jedi, and then he shows Not up. True. And, yeah, exactly. He finds out yeah. that Vader's his father, and then he almost dies, and that's about all that really happens in that movie. You know, yeah. And Han Solo yeah. gets put in carbonite, and it's like, well. Okay, there you go. So, I mean, sh- you know, this next one could be that definitive ending, like last or like Return of the Jedi. Hopefully, it's better than Return of the Jedi. But um, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll yeah. see. I think that having ten movies would be cool. That's my personal. Luke's film should do that because that'd be tight. I think they should have eleven. Go, why not go twelve? Yeah, <laughs> <Just, laughs> go, 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 go on twelve. Just keep uh, going. I mean, I'm, I think we're more just looking forward to Mandalorian right now and just kind of seeing. What happens with Star Wars? Things haven't gone quite as well as we had hoped. So hopefully they bring it back. Not to say that we didn't like Last Jedi, because I liked Last Jedi. I think it's, I liked it too. I think it's a fun I, I've movie. come around to it. And it was I, disappointing, I, but it's yeah. still a fun Star Wars movie. When I, I thought that it was it, going was to be. I thought it was going to be the best Star Wars movie ever. 
when I want when I saw it, you know. And that, that was the Ryan hopes that Johnson, we had. There was so much hope. And we bring in Miles Finch. We bring bring in Miles Finch, and you would think that it would be great, but it wasn't. The Golden Goose. The Golden, the Golden Ghost. <laughs> These I are references from Ghost. Elf, which Elf. is a movie that we thought about doing, and I nixed it because I really didn't want to watch Elf. So I'm so sorry. And I did. I like Elf. You, well, here's the thing. I like Elf, and I don't even mind watching it. It's just, I don't know what we would talk about in an Elf episode. It's simply going to be us recounting all the funny Will Ferrell We bring lines. in Miles Finch and the wanna, Golden Ghost. We're going to riff on Miles Finch for like Red 20 Moore minutes. Dr. Seuss. <laughs> hey, good segue. We bring him in. Yeah. Well, should we talk about Dr. Seuss, though? Since that is the movie that we decided yeah, to talk about. I yeah, think that we've done... Definitely. We're both looking forward to Avengers. Captain Marvel is going to be great. Blah, blah, uh, blah, blah, Somehow got on Star Wars. to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, so here we go. This is the first episode recorded in a while, and it's starting to feel like we got our groove back. Bring I live in, in Denver now. Bring in Stella. <laughs> Danny, yeah. Danny moved to Denver. Congratulations. I live in Denver. Very fun. Not Los Angeles yet, but I'm here. Now, when we record these things, we don't have to clarify whose time we're running on. Wait, is that 3 o'clock Same your time, time or 4 o'clock my time? <laughs> Yeah, same time zone, 1220. Yeah. yeah, we're good. So, um, do you want to start off talking about The Grinch? You go ahead. I want to hear what you say. Well, did you want to talk about Dr. Seuss? I don't really know anything about him. So I was going to let you take the, the lead on that. I know he's written you know, a I cat don't, and a hat. And I don't really know much about Dr. Seuss, to be honest. Uh, Munkle for your uncle, uh, Fant for your aunt, and uh, Tuba for your cousin Leon. <laughs> um, no, that's from... That's, That's from, from The Grinch. Oh, yeah. I missed. I don't know. I, I always We're going to talk about why I don't know. It's my favorite line. So <laughs> <laughs> have you missed it? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I don't know much about Dr. Seuss, but The Grinch is a movie that we watched the cartoon one growing up a lot. Um, we always had that on around the holidays. So I knew the little 30 minute take on this and angry guy up in the mountain and the who's really ticked him off and he hated the noise and noise and noise and then that's went down really and one of the only things that i remember from the cartoon very well is noise 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 noise, noise. Yeah. and then he cra- you know it's it's very much just following a dr seuss like script throughout the entire thing and you know everything's kind of rhyming and then he goes down he steals christmas he does a lot of the same stuff that jim carrey does in this movie and um and then uh you know he he ends up hearing the Who's singing and feels bad. His heart gets bigger. And yeah, we saw it. Cool, cool. Uh, so if you don't know the story of the Grinch, <laughs> we're aware. We, we saw it. We we know. So, this is one of the few movies where it's like. So he's this green guy. You don't know what happens in the story in the of the Grinch. Where have you been? I don't know. This came out 18 years ago. <laughs> that one came out 50 years ago. I don't know. Um, so yeah, uh, when this came out, we were young, and uh, this was just one of those movies that I think we had on repeat quite a bit around the house. Like I watched this movie a lot, and last night proved that to me. I was it was like Starship Troopers when we watched that. Um, I just this is one of those movies that I pretty much have memorized. I've seen it so many times every single year, or Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, or you know something like that. So, um, I mean, I've seen it so many times. I think Jim Carrey's performance is kind of outrageous. It's just, it's really funny to me. I think you honestly couldn't have had, they couldn't have picked a better actor for this role. I don't think anybody else could have done what he did. Um, And it's a Ron Howard film, so it's pretty great. The only critique I have 
now that I've really never noticed is that it just looks kind of dirty. It looks like somebody, I think we've talked about this in the past, looks like somebody kind of rubbed a banana peel on it on the yeah, camera. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> There's just does. like a gross kind of feel to it mm-hmm. um, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, it's cheesy and stuff at parts, but... I mean, there's like the part where like the tiny little car spins out and Jim Carrey's like running and it explodes and he jumps. There's just like little scenes like that in this movie that just crack me up. You know, I don't, I don't know. Um, and I just, I love it. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. It's my favorite movie. So you're a big fan <laughs> of this one though. I mean, I know you're being sarcastic there, but you're a big fan of this one. Do you watch it most years or had you not seen it in a while? I watch it every year. Okay. See, yeah. and that's my thing is that I watch a handful of Christmas movies every year regardless. I watch both Home Alones, I watch The Santa Claus, I watch Christmas Vacation, and I watch Die Hard. I see those every single year. But movies like Elf and movies like How the Grinch Stole Christmas and a couple of those other newer ones that a lot of people have put that into their, you know, their uh you know, their cabinet of movies that they have to watch every year around Christmas. I don't I don't really watch those anymore. So I haven't seen this in a solid I don't know, five years, something like yeah, that. Maybe you should watch Scrooge. Ooh, I, oh, very funny. Scrooge, though, I have seen that recently. Bill Murray. Yeah. Uh, not that funny. Just a fun, it's a good movie. Oh, I don't want it. I want to get fired. Which floor? That guy. Which floor? Great movie. Um, but yeah, man, I, I was trying to, because I always remember loving this movie. And... I have heard a couple people dog on it. Um, a you, lot. You know me? Like I listen really to a lot of different it. podcasts and I listen to, or I, you know, read articles online, people just riffing on movies and stuff. Wow. You and, read articles? Oh, wow. What a guy. Um, but no, and I hear people dog on this movie. Like that movie hasn't aged well and it's not a very good movie. What was Ron Howard thinking and stuff? And I don't get it. This movie's great. I, yeah. I, w- I will say you could shave 15 minutes off of this, and I think that it works Agreed. better. I think it's Agreed. too long because I just yeah. don't think that there's enough content within this movie to have it work that well, you know? Yeah, so there's some things I, just do- that just don't land. Yeah, a little, like, maybe about a half or an hour in, I started to check out a little bit, but that last yeah. 15, 20 minutes, whew, it brings it's you back great. in big. But just all the, you know, when it, because they... Obviously, they had to take this 30-minute thing and make it into an hour and 44-minute movie. And Which so, they didn't have to do. It doesn't they need didn't to have be to that do. long. And so they added all the stuff about him shaving when he was younger and the razor thing. And you're eight years old and you have a beard. You know, yeah. that whole thing. And um, I don't know. It, it, some of it's funny. The fires of love. <laughs> you know, that little, <laughs> the little but guy. That, I will say that I think that the first 45 minutes... When the Grinch is being introduced and showing how Whoville operates and then the backstory on the Grinch up until he gets named Cheermeister, all of that works for me. I really enjoyed that. I think it's when they start doing the long scene of him stealing Christmas. That's when I started to check out. A oh, bit, I see. Which yeah. is kind of weird because that's what you go in expecting to see. Yeah, that's the Hallmark scene. Yeah. That's the, you know. And so I'm wondering if maybe I was just really into the movie, but it's just long and I was kind of like, okay, we need to start wrapping things up. And long and just, I had a rough day. <laughs> you know, I had a rough day. And <laughs> but it, I, don't, I don't know. There's something about that, 
that little bit where he's stealing all the stuff that I was like, okay, let's get a move on here. And I think it's just too long, but I do enjoy all of that <laughs> setup at the beginning. And I'm, I was very yeah. into it. So, and I like the message of this movie too. You know, Christmas isn't about the presents. It's not, maybe it's just a little bit more. It's fantastic. So yeah, it's I don't my know. Favorite, I mean, just cool it on the lines. You know? Oh, sorry. Am I stealing? stuff could be, it could be my favorite line you know i mean so i do want cool. to mention ron howard is the director of this and he, is. he has had an interesting howard stern's brother right yeah exactly ron howard howard stern's brother <laughs> uh interesting career i just want to note that willow is probably one of the big standouts of his career that we used to watch a lot when we were younger but far and away probably the big movie that came up and he got some awards apollo 13 right starts that yeah uh, big time big stuff ed tv in 99 so he's had quite a few hints hits and then he does how the grinch stole christmas in 2000 and then afterward he does a beautiful mind cinderella man two of my favorites and oh, then boy. his career pretty much just tanks because he decides to embark on that da vinci code thing with tom hanks and they get stuck doing da vinci code movies for which like, was weird so many years i didn't see a single one of those uh, I read, I actually have read the books and watched the movies and, um, the Da Vinci Code, the first movie is quite good. It's, it's a fun time. It's not, you know, a masterpiece by any means, but it's an enjoyable movie, but they, you know, the other books aren't as good as Dan Brown's just first a poster of it Code. behind you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just it's just framed on my wall. Um, but I don't know. It's fine. Signed by but Tom Hanks. <laughs> I just, I just think that Ron Howard is actually a fantastic director and it's a bummer that he, he got is. caught up doing something that just really isn't that good because I mean, a beautiful mind and Cinderella man, those are oh, also gosh. two of my favorite movies. Apollo beautiful 13. Mind's great. Far and away. I mean, he, he has said it, but yeah, he's got to do something else. That's great. And in 2013, he does rush, which rush is one of rush is good. one of the best movies. It's so great. Rush is one awesome. of the best movies. I mean, I don't know about Nick Lauda. Yeah, I don't even know if it'd be in my top 100, but Rush is still a no. good movie. Vincent Scruna, Nick yeah. Lauda. But then he did In the Heart of the Sea, which is also like totally, not that great. Totally Tom Holland. Um, but now he's And then he solo. decided to ride solo. Yeah. Then he's just flying solo. Anyway, I just thought it was I'm interesting the... that this is kind of at that moment in his career where Ron Howard is on the top of the world. And I think that this movie's fantastic. And a lot of people think that it's one of his weakest works, and I completely disagree. I think that this movie is very fun. It's just what you're looking for in a holiday movie. It's got a great uh story and it's got a great meaning, you know, a great message. So I like this movie a lot. I think it's too long, and I think there's some stuff that I could change about it, but at the end of the day, I was happy. I didn't expect you to like it for some reason. I thought you were going to come in here, shots firing, I'm ducking, trying to get out of the way, bam, bam, you know, mm-hmm. this movie sucks, that kind of thing, but um, you know, I guess we're on the same page. Boring conversation. Well, here we go. I'm kind of like, I'm mixed about it because I do also have that lingering thought in my head that if this were not a Christmas movie, would it be enjoyable? Because there's it, a lot of those. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. simply because it's based within Christmas, you just enjoy it because, you know, it's yeah. kind of like uh, Love Actually. Would you actually like Love Actually if it weren't set in, set in Christmas time? I'd like Hugh Grant. I like the Hugh Grant storyline. He's so charming in yeah. that movie. No, Outrageous. I agree. I agree. The scene, the one with the guy that is like trying to steal his buddy's wife. He doesn't even try to steal her, but he like. See, that's kind of messed up. Oh man, because it's thing Rick is kind of messed up. Dead. I hate it is Rick. That storyline. It is the worst. It's just messed up. I do love Kira Knightley though, but you're kind of like, why are you giving this guy the time of day? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. 
Yeah, it's it's weird, man. And there's a lot of other. It is what it is. There's a lot of other storylines in that movie that are fine. There's the one with like Alan Rickman where he's like thinking about cheating on his wife, and you're like, oh gosh. But see, yeah, it gets really deep like that. And then, uh, um, there's a was it the one that I really do like is the one where he learns. Is it Portuguese? I think it's Italian, isn't it? Italian. She's, she's from Italy. So like, I love that one. With what's his name from the Firth. longest speech? Colin Firth from the great sp- the king's the speech. <laughs> the king's speech from the longer speech. In this <laughs> from the great hour. Oh man, the music in the king's speech when the king actually gives a speech is so good. I didn't. Da. Wait, I have you it. seen the king's speech? I saw it once a long time. I read a review about it. I'm not a fan. Let's do. I would, dude. I would love to do a podcast on the king's speech. That king's speech is one of my favorite movies. I bet I could watch it Firth. I mean, first, sorry. <laughs> I'll be calling you later oh, about man, that. I was, <laughs> I was there. I was there. I was literally going to say it. Gosh, frustrating. Um, okay, back to, <laughs> back to uh, the, the How future. the Grinch Stole Christmas. Back to the future. Uh, also, <laughs> Jim Carrey. I want to talk about Jim Carrey. I mean, I, I don't want to go too far into the careers of Have you heard some but. of the stuff about Jim Carrey in this movie? Like behind the scenes and all that good stuff? Not really. It's pretty messed up, man. He made a, he made one of the makeup artists even go to like therapy. Why? What did he do? He was just so. There's even there's a documentary out now. You know the Jim and Andy thing on Netflix that's mm-hmm. like talking about him and his Andy Kaufman thing. You ever watched that at all? No, I haven't. It's pretty interesting. He just like embodied Andy Kaufman. Yeah, and, I mean, I know like, that he did he that. Even, like I just... spoke to the family and stuff, and like was Andy Kaufman, and they were going along with it too, and they're all crying. It's really weird. I mean, Jim Carrey's um, a weird guy. He's a weird guy, Ace. Um, but he, uh, for this movie, he kind of did the same thing. And I guess he went through a really dark period of his life, he said, in, in interviews and stuff. And he kind of did a, a total embodiment of the Grinch, I guess. And uh, he'd have to sit in like, you know, two, three hour long, four hour long prosthetics every day and doing all that and his makeup. And uh, I guess he was just a really big jerk. To everybody all the time. Weird. Just really big jerk on set. Just so mean to where, yeah, somebody eventually had to just like get therapy and quit. Well, that is upsetting. <laughs> like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. A bummer. It's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to try to not think about that because that that just does yeah you don't kinda, have to it does kind of ruin some aspects of it knowing that and you don't have you don't even you don't even know if it's i don't even know if it's real yeah maybe, to be honest maybe. that's he it's said, a television said commercial hey, leprechaun, hey, leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> um hey she's in this movie she's one of the what is she it is. biddies is that Frau what they call yeah what the, the biddies the girls that raised the yeah, yeah they raised funny. you from birth but uh, Jim Carrey is kind of coming off of that hot streak in the 90s, and he's done a couple of his more serious roles, The Truman Show, and he tries to get back into comedy so with good. Me, Myself, and Irene in 2000, a nice R-rated, <sighs> not funny movie. Not uh, funny movie. I will go on record and say I don't think that Me, Myself, and Irene is funny. I know a lot of people do, but I think that it is shock value, cheap, raunchy humor that isn't good. Uh, but then he does How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and very funny, very good. Uh, but then his last really great attempt at comedy is Bruce Almighty, which is kind of good. It's 
okay. Didn't you, didn't you and I watch that? Yeah, we did. And we were we kind did. of, we were here and there with it, right? But no, we were going to turn it off and then we ended up keeping it on. Yeah, because it's, it's funny and then it's not. A hotel it's funny and it's or something. not. Um, but then he does a couple serious things. Um, a lot of people like Eternal Sunshine, blah, blah, blah. But uh, Horton Hears a Who, Yes Man, was kind of funny. Uh, kind of. He does a couple Rebel. other things. But anyway, I mean, that's, this is probably one of the last performances where I really do appreciate Jim Carrey, and I think that he does a great job. You know what I mean? I just don't think that he's that, totally. that strong after this in anything. He really had that couple of years in the 90s where he made, you know, Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, man, Jim Carrey is the best. But Dude, Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, and Liar Liar. Um, man. I mean, you could throw the mask in there. I don't necessarily. I think a lot of people would. I don't know if I would. I'm not that into the mask as well. I, I mean, I, it's not like me, myself, and Irene or anything like that. I think it's a lot better than that. But I'm just not. Maybe I haven't seen it in. 20 years though so i don't know should we just do all the jim carrey movies <laughs> i would i'd almost be, be down funny for to watch like the mask and talk about it because i have no idea what that i don't know is. how much of it. a conversation we would get out of a movie like dumb and dumber though no that i just, agree i just agree quote the whole thing right right yeah because i mean what can you do when you're talking about dumb and dumber other than just recount everything that happens because we know everything that happens um hey what's the uh what is the name of the main character in the mask I don't know. I haven't seen it in a long time. Stanley Ipkiss. Stanley Ipkiss. <laughs> <laughs> friend of ours, a uh, mutual friend of ours, Dan Harris, asked me that question the other day, and I was able to answer it. I was pretty pumped. And that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> also, something that I think is interesting about this movie is that I believe this is the first Dr. Seuss movie that happened that they made, right? And then it kind of started that progression of people trying to make Dr. Seuss movies that just weren't very good. Yeah. Like The Cat yeah. in the Hat. They were like, oh, let's just do the same thing with The Cat in the Hat, except for with Mike Myers. And The Maybe Cat in the Hat weird. is terrible. It's not a very good movie. There Maybe is one weird. funny bit in it where he, you know, gets I know. kicked in the groin and then he turns into the old lady on swing. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> it's so funny. Even now, it still cracks me up. <laughs> but that's about it. That's about it. And then you have, you know, Horton Hears a Who and the Lorax, which people like those movies fine. But anyway, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Let's go back to how the Grinch stole Christmas. How did he? Well, he did a lot. Where does this movie take place? Whoville. Where's Whoville? Inside a snowflake. Haven't you always wondered what's going on inside a snowflake? No. (laughs) Neither have I. (laughs) I was watching this movie. It's going to hit the ground and melt quick. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, that was, that's exactly what I thought when I saw this movie. I was like, this is happening in a snowflake. So these are all just doomed people. Yeah. There are literally. I mean, maybe, but time is just way slower. And last, you know, maybe that, that time between the cloud and the ground is, I don't know, two billion years. That's a good point. I mean, so in the time, like when it snows, you can pretty much guarantee that just millions, billions, trillions, even more, whatever, kajillions of 
of who's are dying are just dying every second yeah. that it's snowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's terrible if you really think about it. Yeah, it's actually horrifying how many who's are just dying, right? Because you know, is their civilization dying out or is it actually just getting crushed in civilization? Into the ground? Did I say civilization? You said civilization. Well, Civilance. Civilance. To <laughs> <laughs> so bring it back to an SNL uh, Tom Hanks skit. Yeah. So there you go. Um, but yeah, anyway, Anthony Hopkins introduces this thing and uh, couldn't be happier with that decision. Yeah. Always love to hear Anthony Hopkins. It's just fantastic. He inside goes, Inside a snowflake. Hello, Clarice. Like, oh, inside oh. a snowflake. <laughs> Here's Snowflake. Here's Snowflake. Hey, nice. Jim Carrey reference. Bringing it back. But what happens at the start of this movie? Does it show? I think it goes straight to Whoville. And it's going. It shows like the the crazy shopping and stuff. Yeah, shopping. Yeah. Yeah, And it's like it's fully engulfed in the commercialism of Christmas. Right. That all these who's really care about is buying gifts for one another and unnecessary spending. And they're just going crazy. Right. And that's kind of the message of the movie so far is that this is the true meaning of Christmas is presents and buying stuff for people. Yeah. And I think it's a good, it's an interesting thing at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I think it is too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, Mm. It showcases everything that's kind of wrong with Christmas, and then it ends up bringing it home in the end to show you what Christmas is all about. Right. Sure. Yeah. And it's a good. And it's a good deal. It's a good deal. It's fine. Yeah. But you, um, when do you get in, you get introduced to Cindy Lou Who and her dad? They're shopping right away, right? Yeah, they're they're shopping, and then it goes to the brothers. Just go to the grid. Oh yeah, because they're out shopping, and then those guys go up there and they try to impress their girlfriends, right? By going and knocking on the thing, and the Grinch sends that guy out. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and then Max comes out and starts barking into the big Grinch machine. It's a cute scene. It's a good introduction. I like it. Yeah, it's very nice. And then you get introduced to Grinch, and he has some funny bits, but then he stands out on the peak. And there's like that slow-mo zoom in on his face where he smiles. I don't know. I don't know if I like it. You don't it. like it? I didn't like it. No. You don't like it? I didn't like that. That was pretty good. I don't know how, how uh, uh, Jim Carrey does that with his face. I mean, it's a he lot unhinges of it. jaw. Well, I think a lot of it's just the makeup. Try smiling like that, Rana. <laughs> 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 you can't do uh, it. Can I don't know you? how he did it. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ow! it's nice. I don't know. A lot of this is kind of getting lost to me. I can't really remember. What, what do you think of the Who's and their makeup and all that? Adorable. Yeah, it's very nice. You ever seen somebody that kind of looks like a Who? Oh, all the time. Yeah. There's, you know, there's plenty of people living in the world that could pass as a Who. Yeah. Yeah. A little button. No name names. You know. Well. <laughs> but you know who I'm talking about. Well, you, it's like you know who. <laughs> but you know who. Huh? He's not he's not really like a who. He's more of a a what? That's a good exactly. line. Exactly. Uh I do enjoy the father. Very nice. The uh, father. Bill, the father. Bill Irwin. Christmas references coming up right now. I know, right? He was uh did you know that he was the voice of Tars in Interstellar? That guy was? Yeah, Bill Irwin, the dad. Oh, wow. Isn't that fun? So he's, yeah, the, I like the dad a lot. 
throughout the entire movie, I think that the dad is great because he's just he's trying so hard. And you know who is also one of my favorite characters that gets introduced after the kids come down? He's like, Dad, it's the Grinch! And oh. Jeffrey Tambor as the mayor comes out. Oh, I know. And yeah. goes, did somebody say Grinch? Grinch. And yeah. I love how he always is blaming Lou Who for the actions yeah. of his children. You know what I mean? He's like, were they messing with the Grinch? And he's like, no, they were probably just out playing with matches or defacing public property. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said like something that like that. Um, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. All this beginning stuff. I honestly can't even remember what happens in the beginning of the Grinch movie. comes down and then he wraps meets, up I'm, Cindy Lou. It's like my mind is directly where he just meets Cindy Lou who, yeah. and the little thing. And that scene where she turns around and Jim Carrey screams as he's up on yeah. the wall. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. He lets funny. out such a God awful yeah. scream. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, it's great. It's great. It's Jimmy. It's Jim Carrey. It's classic his, Jim Carrey. Yeah, it's classic Jim Carrey at his best. So, very fun. But, uh, <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. We'll have loads to talk about in this one. <laughs> it's fun. Uh... <laughs> Who actually cares? So what um, else? Who cares about this movie? It was um, like me trying to, the other day, I was talking to somebody about our podcast, trying to get them to listen to our Avatar episode, and, and then I stopped myself and I was like, why would you want to listen to us? I was talking about Avatar for a while. Oh, gosh. What, what are we they, even talking about? Did they not? I I, I don't know. Um... Or like trying to get somebody to listen to our house with clocks in its walls episode. Yeah, and it's like, what purpose is there to actually listen Who to actually that saw that movie? Yeah, nobody <laughs> saw that movie. The only reason that you would listen to it is if you wanted to listen to us joke around about something and movie laugh that for two hours. Yeah. Oh gosh. This movie doesn't suck, but it's kind of the purple whiz. <laughs> and I was going for the word that she said. The purple whiz. I don't know. Maybe that's it. Is that a real word? Yeah, superfluous. Yeah, superfluous. I know that. I mean, I I studied for it's superfluous um, a long time. But uh, that word. I don't know, man. There's some stuff that happens. Uh, she runs into the Grinch, and then does it just go to the holiday cheermeister thing? We go in and we see the no, Grinch's no, no, lair. No. Then then you get to the Grinch's lair, which is if we're going. Do you want to do the favorite character, favorite scene, favorite line? Do you want to get that stuff out of the way, or no? You know what? I do want to talk to do, about because or? this was actually. When I, when I first started this movie, I was thinking that it might be my favorite scene is when the Grinch is wearing the mask and he's going through Whoville. That yeah, scene yeah. is so funny to me. Just walking along and, you know, it's like Jeffrey Tambor is the mayor, Mayor Augustus Mayhew. Uh, yeah. He says something like, there's no Grinch, whatever, blah, 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 and makes a declaration. Then he immediately gets hit by a spitball from the Grinch. Oh, that sort yeah. of stuff cracks me out. And when he gives the, like, saw to the children, go ahead, run run real fast with it, kids. Yeah, run real fast with it, yeah. <laughs> like, that, that stuff cracks me up. And I think that that's where this movie is really funny. And it has this ongoing plot that is fine, and it's good, and it's entertaining. But, like, every 30 seconds, you just have Jim Carrey doing a bit. And sometimes it's a little bit much. But yeah. so many of those bits are so funny. You know, yeah, they when land he says, really well. When he says uh, that his heart has gone down a size, I'm down a size and a half. And this time, 
I'll keep it off. I'll keep it off. It's, it's I a love great that. Great line. It's, I say that all the time too. I know that's it's very quotable. Um, and I would imagine that a lot of this was just Jim Carrey. He's coming eating up the with bottle. Stuff. He's eating the glass. He's like, excellent year. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Of glass. And that's. I think that. I think that that's the biggest thing. That there's probably a lot of people that don't buy into the Jim Carrey humor for some reason during this movie. But I totally buy into it. I think that it's I do all too. hilarious. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, like I said, I think it's long. I think it's hard to sit through uh, the entire movie. But uh, I don't know. If it's on and you're, like, decorating stuff, you know, in your house, I think this is a great Christmas movie yeah. to have on. And that goes back to the tuning. just the Christmas movie yeah. thing. So what I don't think this is necessarily... Christmas movie a good movie and what makes a Christmas movie just a Christmas movie. Yeah. I think this is a fine movie. I think it's a good Christmas movie. A good Christmas movie. It's a fine movie. Yeah. yeah. I think that's probably the best way to put it. But anyway, then you go, yeah, you go back to his lair and he's pretty much living in garbage and all that stuff is, it's fun. It's a, it's a really good time. Dude, one of my, ve- well, I mean, I can't even talk about it. It's like my favorite, it's my favorite saying. <laughs> so. Well, do you want to just get that stuff out of the way? Can I just get, can I say it? Yeah. Do you mind if I say it? Go ahead. I don't care what Why don't you, you just look at it? <laughs> Look at it. Um, no, my favorite scene is is like that that whole little scene there when he goes back to his lair, like starting from home, and all the things turn on, and then it goes through. Yeah, he does the down and size and a half, and then he does the weird shadow thing behind like the clothing thing. <laughs> He's like, uh-huh. and then he comes out and starts walking, and like, I don't know. All of that, the introduction to the Grinch and his life and his home, yeah, and the yeah. biting the bottle. And, oh, better check the out. Better check the outgoing. <laughs> I will hunt you down if you want to fax me. Press the star key. <laughs> that whole thing, like I just love. Better I love Jim outcome. Carrey's. Yeah, yeah. Better check the outgoing. I love Jim Carrey's just his whole demeanor and and everything in that whole introduction. I couldn't really find a better scene in the movie to me that I just that I laugh at and that I like more than that. I mean. Eight years old and have a beard, I guess. Yeah, that's all fair, fair too. Um, I agree, though. I think that that is a very fun little part of the movie. Is that the uh-huh. scene where he does the, you're an idiot, or I'm an idiot, yeah. you're an idiot? Yeah. yeah. Which, that still lands. I don't want it to land, but it always kind of lands for me. Yeah, no, it's great. It's very funny. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I'm, I, would, I would say that that's definitely in the top parts of the movie uh, when you have the Grinch that able to just go on these long tirades of jokes that are fantastic. I'll get into another one. Um, one of my favorite bits in the movie. I have a few bits that I think are some of the best in the movie. Um, but yeah, good call. Great. And then that's when Cindy Lou, who is like, who is the Grinch? You know, what, what's wrong with him? And so she goes and asks little reporter, Cindy the, Lou, the biddies. Are they really the biddies? I think so. Right. I, have, I, I mean, I don't know. It's a They're, weird name. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what they are. But um, anyway, she goes and asks him what the Grinch was like when he was little. And you get to see this insight that all Who's are delivered by storks. And then the Grinch grew up with them and they thought hey, that he honey, was kind of weird. our baby's here. <laughs> yeah, it's very He funny. looks just like your boss. <laughs> oh, that's a great bit, too. Adult humor thrown yeah. in there that kids probably would kind of like your catch. boss. <laughs> yeah, very funny. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, but yeah, the Grinch in school, it's a, and it's adorable. It's an adorable scene. I love that little kid that plays him and all It's that not stuff. a little kid. It's a, it's a, it was a grown man. No, it was. It was a grown man. He's passed away now. 
He was, it was a little person. He was 18 when he played this movie. Okay. <laughs> he was. Yeah. Oh, was man. There. He died like two years. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. It is. not funny. Gonna I was going to try to convince you, though, that it was Cindy Lou. Oh. Like the same little girl. And then bring it full circle. Right. And give you that revelation. Because I right. knew you didn't know that. Right. It's oh. sad. It is. So little guy playing the little kid Grinch and he's adorable and he's great and he is ashamed of who he is and you know, eight year olds didn't have a beard. All those lines. Very fun, very cute. But you see that he is he has a crush on Martha May and yep. Martha May Merry Christmas, Martha May. That crush. And I don't know why she does. Why is she attracted to He's a green he's eight years old and he has a beard. He's yeah. a green Is it just monster? the strength thing? The muscle. Yeah, I think that she's really attracted to the fact that he's strong. I don't know. I don't know, man. People are, you know. Everybody's got (laughs) Everybody's into their own thing, man. And that's great. I'm glad that Martha May has a crush on the Grinch. It's fantastic. Free world, man. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It's bad that society was restricting them from being together up until now. Exactly. There's a more important message there, too. Yeah, right. Boom. Just like that. Yeah. It's okay to be different. You know? It's okay to be in love with the Grinch. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> um, but so they move, they move forward from that, and you find out that the how heartbreaking is it? The scene when he runs up the mountain by himself, and you see the Grinch as he's like eight years old, and he's just completely secluded and has himself a beard. from society. Yeah, and he's eight year old, has a beard, and he's secluded <laughs> himself from society. I know, poor it's sad. little guy. Oh. Man, you know the thing is, is that I still had that kid that played uh, the little kid Grinch up on my phone, and it's just like, it's just the knowledge that he's gone. It's so sad. Um, but yeah, very sad. I like the backstory of the Grinch. I think it's cute stuff. It's very entertaining. So I wouldn't say it's my favorite scene, though. Do you think that it could be left out? I, I mean, it doesn't have to be. I think it could be cut down a little bit. Um, but it doesn't have to be cut out. Yeah. No, I think it's important. Completely. Yeah. The whole him making the presents and stuff is kind of yeah, it is interesting. It's very cute. Very you know? cute. Oh, Martha. Oh, oh Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. You know. One of our favorite lines. Said that a lot of times. I love it. Life. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then uh, Cindy Lou Who nominates him for Cheermeister, and that's a cute little scene. Right? Yeah. Where she convinces everybody that, you know, whatever. She goes back and forth with the mayor, and they're having an argument about what's written and all that stuff. Invite the Grinch, destroy Christmas. Invite the Grinch, destroy Christmas! He says that after everything goes bad, right? In one of the final scenes? Yeah. Jeffrey Tambor. So, he's so good in this. And Ron Howard's brother. Is it Quince? Nietzsche Black, is that his name? Yeah, Quince, you're one of my favorites, Quince. You're one of my favorites, Quince. Yeah. God, that movie's good. Yeah, Clint Howard, also good as his little sidekick. Uh, Christine Baranski. Is that Ron Howard's brother? Yeah, yeah. He's in every. Clint Howard is Ron Howard's brother? Yeah, he's in every single one of his movies. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. He's even in uh, Arrested Development. He's the most the... important Whoville celebration. That's right. Yeah, he is in Arrested Development. And nobody listened to me. I did. <laughs> I did. 
is right there. Uh, Molly Shannon as the mom, also very funny. I like. Yeah, the, hello, Martha Mayhew. Yeah, when they're arguing about the lights or whatever, that's very fun. Very fun. Betty, hi, hi. Um, it's kind of funny. Yeah, I just want to get to this scene though, where so she, they, you know, she goes up to deliver the news that he's been nominated for cheermeister, and they want him to come down. And when she goes and meets the Grinch, and he realizes that somebody is in his house, that is one of the funniest scenes in the entire movie to me. When oh, he's doing the like, you know, like jumping at her and jumping back uh, really viciously. Uh, <laughs> I'm a psycho. Starts, I'm a psycho. <laughs> when he says, off the shirt. When he says, I'm a psycho, that is one of the funniest. I'm psycho. I think that's probably <laughs> the funniest part of the whole movie to me. When he says, I'm a psycho. Yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah. anyway, yeah. But then she invites him and then you have the scene of him getting ready and like, what will I wear? Mm-hmm. And all that stuff. Also very they, fun. I love when he pulls the thing off the table. And then it and like he goes back and perfect. trashes it. it. Goes, uh, yeah. yeah. That's, you know. Trashing the camp. That's what we're talking about. Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo. But everything has a little Jim Carrey bit. Every yeah. 30 seconds, you have some Jim a Carrey A little bit. bit. Yeah. Jim Carrey. Do you think that sometimes there's too much Jim Carrey in there and not enough Grinch? Well, yeah. I think that Ron Howard really just gave him free reign to go. Said, do whatever you want. And it's hilarious. And it's Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. Ooh, ah, wow, pow. I think but, that there's, I can't, I don't have any specific parts, but there, there are a few moments where you can really hear Jim Carrey's voice and he doesn't do the Grinch voice as much. And I noticed it a couple of times near the ending. I was like, oh, that's just Jim Carrey. That doesn't even sound like the Grinch. But yeah. anyway, him getting ready is very fun. But I like when he goes down and he's standing in front of the whole crowd and, you know, boo. But Yeah. I've seen the movie, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I know it. I, yeah, I know it. I know it. I know what happens. Yeah. yeah. And then they do all the food and stuff. This is not pudding. <laughs> what the hell is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, uh, shoving stuff into his when they're mouth. shoving stuff, and he's like, bring it on, and yeah. you know, all that. That's very fun scene as well. And he much- gets into it. He starts having fun. Yeah, and exactly. Like, and the Grinch starts to really enjoy it. And it's only until they bring the trimmers back that he... Uh, that he gets all angry and trashes everything. And trashes that, the camp. But man, he gets shove it up, he shove gets it up. wild really quick. He gets really riled up. Well, the up. thing is, everything is, I think everything's pretty much justified until he burns down the tree. Like everything, like he shaves the head of the mayor and stuff and does some other weird stuff. And it's like kind of messed up. And you're like, yeah, but he's angry. You know, I get it. But then he, you know, that's, that's my good stuff. And he burns down the tree. and. uh I don't know. A little too far. Yeah, I think the biggest thing about the movie is that the Grinch just doesn't... He has a problem with the mayor. The only person that's really wronged him is the mayor. And he takes all that anger out on everybody. Yeah. So... But I guess everybody does does laugh at him. And that's... The thing is... You know, that's... Sorry to interrupt. That that is one of my least favorite things in any movie. When, at the beginning, when he gets... When they, you know, he's eight year old, or uh, when they realize that he has all the the cuts on his face from shaving yeah. when he's eight years Look old. Look at that hack job! And the teacher laughs. Yeah, that is one of my pet peeves in a movie where they have everybody laugh at something that just is not realistic, and it's fine. I mean, I know it's like a Dr. Seuss kids movie that should not be taken seriously, but it's one of those moments where you're like nobody would laugh at that. Everybody would be like, "Oh, this poor guy." You know, know poor and little in the same guy. moment where he gives him the clippers and everybody starts laughing, 
It's like, nobody has the context for this joke. Can they even see the object that he's holding? You know what I mean? It just, it didn't make that much sense to me. But whatever. It's nitpicking. What were you going to say? I don't know. It's already gone. Like a butterfly. Straight out of the Bye, 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 bye. Yeah, he burns Um, down the tree, and then he kicks those little people out of the um, car. Might want to scooch over. And that's when, oh yeah, but then that thing blows up and there's that funny scene. I also really do Ah. like the sack race. That, the sack race bit is really funny where it plays the chariots of fire music. Very cool. Very good. But yeah. And then you go into the whole tirade of him stealing all the stuff from Christmas. Stealing Christmas. Because he's really angry. Then he wants to steal Christmas. Yeah. And also Jeffrey Tambor has that great monologue. Invite the Grinch, destroy Christmas. Yeah. Oh, invite the Grinch, destroy Christmas. Yeah, I could have sold it a little better. Um, I'll just copy and paste mine again. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> redo that <laughs> with your voice. Um, yeah, and then I think that this next scene is fine. I don't know if it's not well done or if I just checked out at this point, but I definitely, the entire scene where he's stealing Christmas, I kind of just didn't care, right? And yeah. the scene where he's singing, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. It's actually Jim Carrey singing most of it. I know. Last yeah. night I realized that too. Yeah, he sings the whole thing pretty much. Yeah. I think. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, I don't know. I checked out though. It's just not. I check out a little bit. Yeah. Not an interesting thing to me. But but that's the kid part of it. You know. I remember being a kid and being like, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Yeah, yeah. It's Dancing around the house and. You know, you know what's coming, and you are excited for that part that you've seen in the other cartoon. I get it. What's the best song on the soundtrack? Where are or you, the Christmas? Best... By well, Faith that's Hill. true. That's true. What's the best artist on the soundtrack? I don't know. Is there something? There's a else? Smash Mouth song in there. Oh somewhere. my gosh, the Smash Mouth! I was gonna bring that up. There's a Smash Smash Mouth song <laughs> at the. Parents party, right? Where they're putting yeah. all the and they have the key bowl. Everybody put their key. It's, whatever man, it is. Because when did this movie come out? Two thousand. There's nothing more two thousand than thinking. Then Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth is the cool song to play during an adult party. It's just, it's so funny. What even was Smash Mouth, dude? Smash Mouth was such a weird band. Like, I don't get it. How did that happen? Well, I mean, hey, now you're a rock star. That song is so catchy. It's a good song. I just don't understand how that band just oh they blew took up over the world. That. You remember at the end of Rat Race, how there's oh yeah they, they go to a Smash, Smash Mouth concert on... at the end. Yeah, and Smash Mouth. Uh, actually, hey, now you're an all star. Um, that was made made big by Mystery Men. Yeah, because yeah. they they put that movie in there. It actually should have been put up for best song at the Academy Awards, but I don't think it was. It should have won. It yeah. should have. I think Creed won that year. Or was it Nickelback? <laughs> Never made it as a wise man. Never made it as a poor man stealing. Anyway, Smash Mouth Couldn't is, it. yeah, it's very funny that Smash Mouth was so popular. And it's very funny to me that they were in this movie. And I definitely did think that. I was like, oh, man, just a Smash Mouth song. Um. Yeah, key parties, good stuff. I wonder how many people have signed posters by Smash Mouth still. Mm, that's a good question. I bet there's so much Smash Mouth merch out there. God, these are tough sentences to say, man. Smash Mouth merch. <laughs> um, out there. Can you there, imagine though, what it'd be signed. like to go to a Smash Mouth concert? I cannot. No. Man. 
I have no idea. Because what are their other songs? <laughs> I don't know. We had the record. We had the And I always album. get um I always get Smash Mouth and Uncle Cracker mixed up because they also did that. Um Uncle Cracker was the uh I don't know how you met me. I don't, don't know, know why. why. Yeah. You know that song? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it seem like it's the same guy? It looks like the same guy too. Yeah, they're both kind of like portly gentlemen that are just Portly. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the only way, you know, they're just the leading lead men of these two bands and they both kind of look like Kyle Gass. <laughs> a little bit out of shape. Yeah. yeah. A little just kind of, you know, which just is fine. Loose. It's just fine. It's just loose. that's how they go, stick buddy. out in my head, you know? Oh, interesting. Okay. Where were we in the Grinch? Uh, he's stealing Christmas, whatever. Any fun things that you liked in that bit? Um, I think it's weird that Cindy Lou who doesn't, can't tell that it's the Grinch, which is just ridiculous. You know what I mean? What was that? Sorry. <laughs> zoned out. Don't you think it's weird Sorry, that she can't out. tell that he's the Grinch? She like legitimately thinks it's Santa. Yeah, when he pokes his head through the tree. And they do that in the cartoon too. And it's like, come on. It's like the Clark Kent thing, you know. Whatever. Yeah, but it's a kid's movie. I mean, what are you going to do? I think that's so sad though when Santa tells her that, you know, what's Christmas really about? Well, presents. Oh. Breaking this little girl's heart. She's like, wait. She's the only person that gets it. That Christmas is about more than presents. Like, it's just, it's such a good, cute little thing. So, love her. I still think that Santa's real, kind of actually. Yeah. No, me too. I was actually telling that to Leanna last night. I was talking to her and I was saying there was one. There was one Christmas in particular that I remember at Grandma's. No, it was at our log house way out in the country. And I specifically remember that I heard reindeer hooves on the, on the roof. Who's dad? How did he get up on the roof? I don't know. He, he climbed the ladder and got up there in the middle of winter. What, were you laying in our room? Yeah. Okay. And I remember, dude, I remember it. I think it was an auditory hallucination. <sighs> hey, no, I, if, I would love it. If it turned out that Santa was real, that would be the best news ever. I would lose my mind. He's just busy, you know? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? How, like, earth-shattering would that be <laughs> if, like, they came on, on, you know, whatever news network you watch, and they're like, we actually just have footage of Santa. He's real. It'd be mind-blowing. That's Elf. That's the entire plot of Elf. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe we should have covered that. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Maybe we should have talked Maybe about it. Talk. Well, the Grinch goes up and he's holding all this stuff and everybody blah, comes blah, out blah. and they're angry and sad and whatever. Should we get into favorite, uh, favorite character, favorite line, favorite scene? You already did yeah, your already favorite, did my scene. favorite scene. Um, what was my favorite scene? Ugh. <laughs> 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 what was no. mine again? I'm unsure. I don't even know. I don't even remember. There were actually I was trying to I was trying to figure out between a few. Um my favorite scene is when Lou Who sticks up for his daughter. When oh, they're yeah. all sitting there and yep. he says, "You know what? Well, I'm proud of her." And that and she is my daughter and I'm proud of her because she has figured it out. The only Oh man, I had the line too. The only she thing said, that well, I need, we don't, yeah. you know, he's like, Christmas isn't about presents. The only thing that I need is my family right here. That whole thing where he stands up to the mayor 
who's been dogging on him the whole time is fantastic. I love it. Yep. Yeah. So that's my favorite scene. I love, I like, I actually really like the dad in this movie. And I think that he has a really strong character arc too of suddenly being like, yeah, Christmas is about more than what we've talked about. So is he your favorite character? No, no. Cool. Yeah. So you go on your favorite. Well, I don't know. Who's your favorite character? Cindy Lou who? Who? Cindy Lou. Who? 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 Oh, Ooh, very funny. That's kind of fun. <laughs> no, I mean, hey, Cindy Lou who's the nice. best, though. Yeah. Why, why would she not be, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Who's your favorite character? The Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think? I mean, yeah, that's, that's a fair it's point. the Grinch. Yeah. I think it's the that, movie. No, yeah, I mean, obviously, the Grinch should be the favorite character. I think that Cindy Lou who brings this whole thing together though because she's got a big character arc she aside really from all the aside from all the jokes and all that stuff there is this one person that's trying to communicate to everybody while everybody around her is telling her that christmas doesn't mean you know what she thinks it means and she's saying that the true meaning of christmas is you know caring about the people you're with and that's really yeah. all you need and it's beautiful i love that little girl she's so nice um i do think that how hard would it have been to record her voice during the song separately and do a little bit more with it. I think it's fine the way it is. You're ripping <laughs> know, on this man. poor little girl's performance. I am. Yeah. I think it's fine Say. if it's in like, you know, a third grade school play or something like that. She sounded fine, but we're talking about a movie <laughs> around nationwide. I think we could have done a little better than this. I don't know, David. <laughs> I think it's just fine the way it is. Wait, you want Faith Hill to magically become a small little girl? Just saying, studio recorded. It just didn't didn't sound. It's like you know the yeah, scene. Yeah, but if they studio Hook, recorded, you're gonna rip on it anyway. If they studio recorded and she's lip syncing, you're gonna be like, eh, this isn't even her singing. I think you totally get away with it. I don't know. It's like Zac Efron High School Musical one. You know what it reminded me of immediately was the little girl from Hook. It's not as bad as that, though. Yeah. I don't like that scene. No, me neither. I mean, I don't. Wake up, Jack. Yeah. Ooh, I like Hook. See, that's another movie like The Grinch that people just hate. People really rip on it. And mm-hmm. I, I like Hook a lot. I really do. Me too. I think Hook's a great movie. Also, um, way too long. Yeah. Yeah, way too way long. Way too long. Another one of those movies that I'm telling you, you got to watch. We'll watch it on Christmas. We'll force you to. Just Friends. It's become one of my favorite Christmas movies. Oh, I, I watched movies. Just Friends last year. I love yeah, Just it's Friends. Fun. It's so funny. Here's my thing about Hook, is when Robin Williams suddenly becomes Peter Pan, he turns into the like child in him, and I think that that scene's really annoying, where he suddenly is acting like a little kid. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, I kind of get you on that. I think you can grab on to where you were at, but also maintain who you are right now at the same time. I don't know. It was weird. But um, yeah, Cindy Lou, who's my favorite? You like the Grinch. Good call. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows his character arc. He, his heart grows. Three sizes. Three sizes. Very nice. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. Um, that's uh, pretty cool. What do you, should I do my favorite line? Yeah, go ahead. 
uh, the Grinch goes, maybe Christmas doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas. Then the narrator goes, he thought Grinch means a little bit more. Maybe Christmas doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, he thought, means a little bit more. My favorite line, too. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Boom, baby! Yeah, I mean, it's... Boom, baby! That's the best part of the movie, you know? That line yeah. is the entire meaning of the movie. So, how could it not be? <laughs> <laughs> how could it not be the best line in the movie? It's the entire meaning of it. That's <laughs> what the movie's all about. Um, so, yeah, good choice. I will throw out the line that Lou, Lou Who says, um, just as my secondary favorite line. Uh, I'm glad he took our presents. You can't hurt Christmas, Mr. Mayor, because it isn't about the gifts or the contest or the fancy lights. That's what Cindy's been trying to tell everyone and me. I don't need anything more for Christmas than this right here, my family. It's great. Goes Clark Griswold on it. Yeah. 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 That's the best, though. Christmas Vacation. Remember when we tried to do Christmas Vacation podcast, though, and we ended up just talking Christmas Vacation the entire way through? Just quoting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember did it we, was. Did uh, we do a Christmas Vacation podcast? Yeah, 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 we did. Yeah, we, we did. did. Yeah, we did. Man, I'd, like, I'd have to go back and listen to that one. I feel like it was, yeah, it was pretty much just us quoting the entire movie all the way through. It was very early in our podcast days. This one's tough, though, because I don't remember this movie very well, you know? And I just watched it, and so I remember bits and pieces about it, but I don't have it, like, seared into my memory as, as much as a lot of other movies. So, yeah. It's yeah, good, me though. neither. You're like, yeah, me neither. I remember the entire thing. Everything. You know, but yeah, it's great, and I love, um, I also was going to do the my favorite scene being uh when he discovers that Cindy Lou who is up on top of the pile of presents and yeah. he suddenly gets the strength to lift her up and all that stuff. The muscle. Uh, yeah. The muscle. Uh I thought that that was really great. It was very fun. Um and then the slide down is really great too. I mean all of that. That's you yeah know, it's the climax of the movie. So yep. you can't really can't really ignore that but anything really you want to talk it, yeah. about that or just wrap up the end here what does christmas mean to you dave uh it means uh below zero weather and scraping my window on my car and uh no i love christmas it's my favorite holiday Scrooge. yeah scrooge no it's my favorite holiday it's the best I love all of the commercialism and all that stuff, but I also just love spending time with my family and being able to enjoy Christmas morning and just hanging out. I'm so excited for you guys to be back. It's going to be a fantastic Christmas. Um, Yeah, so I think that this movie does a great job of communicating that, but that's like what every Christmas movie does. So saying that this movie does it, (laughs) it's like, oh, wow, great idea. You know, Christmas isn't about commercialism. It's about family and about recognizing the decency in other human beings. It's like, that's the meaning of the Santa Claus. That's the meaning of I know Christmas vacation. That's the meaning of every Christmas movie. Well, you got to look pretty hard to find different messages in there. That's why you got to turn to Hallmark sometimes. Oh boy. I do want to, I do want to watch that. Oh no, that's not even Hallmark. Um, the Christmas Chronicles. It's that Netflix one that just came out Uh, with Kurt Russell. Yeah. I heard it was good. A lot of people, yeah. Are, a lot of people are loving on it. So, uh, Leanna and a friend were here making apple pies on Thanksgiving, and I turned that on, and uh, they made me turn it off. They then they what? They made you turn it off? Yeah, about thirty minutes in. Cause they didn't like it. 
Yeah. Oh, bummer. It's I'll okay. I mean, I it was kind of dorky. Yeah. It was a little hokey. But, but then I I made her watch a Hallmark movie with me. Oh, nice. Hallmark Christmas. And it wasn't too bad at all. I think it was called Let It Snow. Mm. And she goes up, this girl, it's the girl from, I think I told you about it a little bit, but the girl from Full House. Oh, Candace Cameron? Candace Cameron. Yep. She goes up to a ski lodge because her family's buying it. And she meets this guy who his family's owned it. And boy, does he, he had no, he has no idea what's coming to him. Oh my gosh. It, you know? And they, and it's funny because at first they're oh, kind of button heads. Oh man, I really, um, I really and, do not care and about they this start falling in love. <laughs> Can we not <laughs> talk about this? It doesn't matter to me at all. <laughs> I just do not but care. Boy, oh boy, does he have a surprise waiting for him? Shut up! This is completely <laughs> irrelevant and doesn't matter. Um, glad you like Hallmark movies. Way to go! Are you uh, gonna ask me what Christmas means to me? Oh yeah, what does Christmas mean to you, Danny? <laughs> I love you, David. Oh. <laughs> love you too. <laughs> Way to go. I um, love family. Hey, I had something to bring up though about the end of this movie when uh, the Grinch comes back and everybody's happy to see him and stuff, and the mayor comes out and everybody kind of turns on the mayor. Uh, I know that the mayor is the antagonist of the f- the film and he's the bad guy, but don't you think that? What's Martha May? She kind of yeah. does him a little dirty here at the end. Don't you think? She just yeah. like publicly rejects him and then goes with the Grinch in front of everybody. I mean, I know that he's not the best guy, but it's not like he's really wronged her. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she has kind of just been playing along with him. She shouldn't have let him on. Yeah, exactly. Maybe well, Martha I, May's kind of the, you know. What's what's their relationship the like? Movie. You know, are they, they actually date? Yeah, are they dating, or is he just asking her that, like, because she's the most attractive who in town or something? Like, I just don't really. I mean, I she had. Understand did that she either. see this coming? Was that like a big surprise that he would propose? They're not living together. I guess he was sleeping by himself. So. I don't, know. I don't know. It was it, that's an interesting part of the movie. You can't just pop a proposal on somebody like that. You got to be dating for a while, or at least. Yeah. How old are they? Inclination. Too? You know, I think they're supposed to be like seventeen or eighteen. <laughs> like, are they supposed to be like early thirties? I mean, he's the mayor of the town. He looks like he's like forties for well, sure. Jeffrey Tambor is definitely probably in his fifties when he's making this. How old is she supposed to be? She looks like she's like 40-something, too, maybe. Yeah, I mean, 30s. they look like they're a great deal older. You would think if they were, but he says, you know, Martha is my girlfriend at, the, you know, at that one scene. So it's like, have you guys been dating this whole time? Yeah, and what's the age going on here? You know, your yeah. girlfriend. Well, you know, have you ever had another <laughs> girlfriend or a wife, maybe? Oh, that's not where I thought you were going with that. Have you ever had... <laughs> Have you you guys dated other people though? Yeah. Is there any? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Their relationship is, doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. They're, yeah. And either way, I thought that it was, she treated him rather ill at the end. It was like, man, you just freaking break up with him in front of everybody and then just immediately go with the Grinch. This guy's got a, his life is horrible after this. Just publicly shamed by his 
maybe girlfriend. I don't know. Yeah, that, it's like he's probably going to run up the mountain now. I know, yeah. He's going to be the new Grinch. It's just a repeating cycle. Yeah. Yeah, but the, you know, get rid of that mountain. It's a happy ending. I was kind of thinking, man, it would be funny to see a Grinch too. Like, what happens after this? Like, where does the Grinch fall into whose society? Like, what is he gonna do? Something after this? bad like, is gonna happen again. What What could his life? What, I mean, what good does he have to offer people? Is he going to be the garbage man? Is he just gonna? Is that what he's gonna do? Because he has to fill some sort of role in society, and he doesn't seem like he's very good at much other than scavenging through garbage. And making funny jokes. Yeah. I don't know. I would like to see, you know, th- do they get married and they have kids and he's just the happy Grinch from now on? It looks on. like a pretty small town, too. Like, what does everybody else do? It seems like everybody like, has some sort of role or... Some sort of job. Yeah. But it is a small community. And how big is that snowflake? Is it just pretty much, like, a solid 10-mile area? Well, when it zooms out, it kind of zooms out... I think it's either at the beginning or at the end. It zooms out, and it shows, like, land going on for a long ways. Yeah, it seemed like it. Is there other Who societies? Yeah. I mean, you could, you could, get, you could explore a lot of this stuff. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the Grinch took over and turned uh, Whoville into an imperialist empire <laughs> and started taking over yeah. other cultures. Other, other snowflakes. It's so dark. Yeah, they, like, figure out how to move the snowflake into other Who whatever yeah i mean i don't know it's interesting to think about what would happen after this movie but i mean it's uh it's a fun cute little movie and uh you can't complain too much so well after this movie they made and then benedict cumberbatch morphs into the grinch yeah i wonder how that one is i don't want to see it though i just yeah, really don't feel either. like taking we the probably time should to have seen it in prep before this but i never know I, I don't care i don't want to watch that movie so i don't really want to either I do Creed love Benedict Cumberbatch, awesome, though. though. Creed 2 was so good. So good? Man. Should have just talked about Ooh. that. I know. <laughs> Creed 2 is so good. Um, no. Good movie, though. We're happy with How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So, very fun. Well, cool. Well, I guess... I, I mean... I, yeah. I mean, do we have standard? much more to talk about here? No. I guess it's just bringing it to the standard question. Would you rather watch this or School of Rock, David? Professor? School of Rock, no doubt. School of Rock. I watched it the other day. Did you really? I did. Nice. Yeah. Well, parts of it. I didn't watch the entire thing, but it was on TV, so it was kind of just on in the background and stuff. So good. Yeah. No, it's fantastic. Yeah. The School When's of Rock lunch? is... lunch? <laughs> <laughs> I actually turned on... I just watched the ending the other day, but man, School of Rock is one of the School of Rock's ever. really good. It's fantastic. It's actually been a while since I talked about it, but I do want to say that it's a really good movie. Yeah, this movie is significantly less good than School of Rock. Than School of Rock, if you actually think about it, yeah. Yeah, like this is like multiple. You put Jack Black as the Grinch, you know, we talk about, I actually was saying earlier, there's nobody else that could fill this role. Jack Black might be able to fill that Grinch role. Jack Black might be able to do it. I really do think that he could do well as the Grinch. KG is the mayor. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Jack Black would have to be the Grinch. Yeah. I don't know if he'd do as good a job as Jim Carrey. He wouldn't do as good a job as Jim Carrey. It would be it would be different, but I think you could make a better movie around it. Might not be as good of a performance as like Jim Carrey, but you might be able to make a better 
I think that it would be Thing more around grounded, it. though. You know, I think that yeah. it would fit because that's the thing about this movie is that this movie is very nice and very fun. But Jim Carrey is really doing something here. You yeah. know, he's really creating this wild persona of the Grinch. And so it's like you have the storyline and you have a run of bits going on. And so you kind of just have to accept that they're going together. I think yeah. that if Jack Black were to be the Grinch, it would be more of an inclusive thing. You yeah. know, that they would kind of walk hand in hand a little bit more. But I know what you mean. Yeah. So, yeah, this movie is not even close to as good as School of Rock. <laughs> I know. Yep. It's actually kind of an awful movie if you think about it. Yeah, this movie sucks. All right. Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie sucks. Um, well, cool, man. Um, it's been a long time, dude. It's It's been a long time. It's been a lot of stuff going on. I mean, with the with my relocation over here and and uh, and moving and all that and you starting starting work and all that it's just been we've been busy but it feels good to be back feels yes, good to be back doing it this it does i'm not sure if we'll be able to uh to knock out weekly as often anymore um hopefully we can get weekly or something. but yeah every two weeks um we'll be getting these episodes back out for everybody so thank you for everybody for uh for listening as always um we're happy to be back uh please check us out on itunes and spotify and subscribe professor jones that's us that's where you can find us um and uh, i know we're on instagram at professor podcast so that's good stuff i'll start updating that again and and uh yeah check us out share us to your friends if you like what you're hearing please spread it around but that's about all i got that's all i'm digging into and that's about all we got for you so thanks a lot for listening until next time be living our lives a quarter mile at a time Look at that hack job. <laughs> Professor Jones and the Digs. Professor Jones and the Digs. Professor Jones and the Digs. <laughs> <laughs>